two, three, four. In this podcast, you will be here. Knights of Vader, Knights of Vader, includes but is not led to who talk of Star Wars, not Reagans. We can truly prepare for the joke that follows this song, but hey, we gave it a try. So here's the Knights of they are divided For equal sequel, Kate and Love, they fight I know that we are just musicians hired And their time is up So here's the Knights of Vader A big thank you to Inisperiority Complex for providing our theme song. It is February 25th, 2020. My name is Zach Weber, and I am joined by Zenger. 94% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. Keep it up, Sonic. And, folks, we have a special reveal for this week's episode of Knights of Vader, and possibly going forward. I, your humble host, travel deep, deep within the worlds of the unknown regions and i did it i finally did it after many many months i accomplished something that no man ever has i bagged me a raylo joining us on the podcast for the first time is mackenzie hello i am here and i am ready to talk <laughs> there you go you heard it here first folks all right, but this week, as you probably know by this week's episode, and the really only major piece of Star Wars news to come out in the last, I'd like to say, major piece of news, not some like stupid little rumor, is that we finally have the High Republic announcement. No more Project Luminous. It is the High Republic. It is a multimedia series that's just like print media as of now. And it's going to take place a couple hundred years before the events of The Phantom Menace in the quote-unquote Skywalker saga. We haven't really spent a lot of time talking about this. I know every once in a while it would get thrown into conversations when it comes to uh, rumors and stuff that were floating around. And to be completely honest, I kind of don't know what the fan base's thoughts on this are. I know some people are excited. Other people are like, um, just their usual, just mad about something. But... Of course, we have to go around the room. Zenger, were you even aware of this until I sent it to you last night? I mean, I was aware that this High Republic thing was something in the works, but I didn't know that the, like that Project Luminous or all that. I, I, you know what? There's been a lot of stuff going on in the realm of Disney today. So, um, I mean, I, I got a notification actually about like the huge turnover of CEO, which I'm like, that's interesting. Yeah, let's talk about and, that at some point today. I was about to say, and, and Zach's going to be like, that's not something we're actually interested in or going to talk about. So We have to talk about that to some capacity, because I saw that a couple hours ago, and I'm like, this isn't that surprising if you've been reading the tea leaves with Disney for a while. But who? it's weird. It's, it's kind of a non-news story, because if you read the fine print, it's not shocking. Um, and to those of you who don't know, because this episode's actually going out pretty fast after we record it, um, Bob Iger has resigned as CEO but he's still like chairman of the board and he's not leaving that position till like the end of 2021. So he's still kind of in charge. just not as directly as in charge as he once was. He's clearly grooming Bob Chapek that who was formerly ahead of the parks and resorts at Disney. And then before that, he was a big uh, consumer products person. If you've talked to any sort of Disney theme park fan, they'll tell you all the horror stories about Bob uh, Chapek and how he's essentially uh, kind of, 
increased profits at the at the expense of enjoying the theme parks. Uh, but that's like I said. Well, we'll talk about that later if we have more time, or if we run out of steam with the High Republic stuff. Um, but yeah, Zenger. So, what what do you think of the High Republic? Are you excited from what you've read, or are you kind of indifferent? Or are you kind of taking a wait and see attitude? Well, to, to show how far my fingers were from the pulse of the situation, and I mean, normally I keep my you know self vaguely near the pulse, but this 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 one here's the example. When they were like listing off stuff, I'm like, none of this seems to be movie or TV show or anything related. And then it's like, wait a second, it's not supposed to be. Because hmm. I thought they were going to have like movies or something else, but it's like, nope, they're leading this with books and other medium. So I'm like, interesting. So is this just to lay the, I'm, I'm assuming this is to lay the groundwork for stuff to come later. I mean, yeah. I. I, I don't know. I, I feel like they, they, they are trying to go somewhere where Star Wars fans can't hate too much on or can't have an opinion about. So I guess that's their solution that they came up to in a boardroom was, hey, if we go to somewhere where we've never done stuff, fans can't hate us. So hopefully this will, you know, stop at least some of this anger. Sure. That's one way of looking at it. Mackenzie, what are your thoughts on the High Republic? <laughs> I'm really excited for it. On kind of like what Zanger said, like, I am, it seems like they're definitely going for something that's more, like, safe and something that's a bit more um, appealing on, like, a mass scale. Um, everything that they've dropped so far seems really interesting. It seems like they're kind of going for more, like, a deeper mythology, like the Arthurian legends, like the Knights of the Round Table type, more like the medieval uh, like aspect of the Jedi versus like the other aspects that have kind of been explored, but mixing it with like the Mandalorian type Western ish, like Mad Max, like you said earlier type vibe. It's, it's really interesting. It's, it's kind of like hard to tell so far, but I also kind of was under the impression that it was going to be more movies and not so much, books and comics so i'm really excited for that because that's definitely something that people tend to gloss over a lot especially like before the uh before the sequel trilogy had finished yeah that's uh, that's the weird thing about this is that like i know for a while while we were being fed to like the rumors of like oh this is gonna be a movie mm -hmm. and that kind of i get why they're not doing a movie with this because this feels very expensive to make into a movie it's a little too regal. Like everything they've shown, like the concept art, the book covers, the comic covers, just seems like a this like, very expensive. I know there's a couple of mm -hmm. things. There's a, some sort of space. Uh, oh god, space station in this that just like I don't know. There's something weird about the High Republic. Is that like it seems like a another hail mary. Mm -hmm. It seems more like a concept than a like a story we want to tell. Because the thing that scared me about this in that some of the for those of you who haven't been following this, they did a big like reveal Monday night and they're doing it. Some really weird hour. They're doing it like what? Like 1130 at night, like Eastern standard time. It was kind of weird to have a reveal done that late at night, just kind of like out of nowhere. And they use the word that kind of scares me relative to another Disney property. And they're like, Oh, all this stuff that we're announcing for the high Republic. It's just phase one. And I'm like, ew. I'm like, no, don't, don't, don't make this into a, a Marvel thing. It's like, 
tell a Star Wars story. Not everything has to be the greatest story in the history of the franchise. And that's mm -hmm. like, I don't know, it's kind of putting the cart before the horse. That's kind of my fear with this. I'm cautiously optimistic. I think there's enough fodder here. Um, I think it's like what you were saying, Mackenzie, is that like you do have the Arthurian Arthurian legend. And that's neat for Star Wars, considering that we've never gotten the Jedi at the height of their power. We always see them as like bloated and corrupt. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm not counting EU stuff. I'm not counting that. I'm counting like Star Wars proper, not stuff you had to kind of like go digging through a bookstore to find. And, and you know, maybe that's what this is at the end of the day. But I would imagine that this feels like if this takes off, then you're going to get movies. Then you're, or maybe not movies directly, but TV shows, video games. And that's where they're mm -hmm. going to take it from here. Well, it seems like it's supposed to span, what, 400 years? I, I, it's 200 years before the events of the Phantom Menace. Right, right, right. But as far as, like, none of these are technically in, like, being to told chronologically. So I'm pretty sure that it takes, like, I think I remember reading that it takes place over, like, a timeline. So there's no telling exactly when exactly we're looking at you know what i'm saying we're, whether we're looking at the very like height almost like the tail end leading into the phantom menace or you know the very first you know person that kind of started the, the republic and well, figure i i don't know about that like that's because i keep seeing 200 i keep seeing that and i know a couple of things they've mentioned like they 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 take the anecdotal quote of obi-wan being like because the, the jedi knights were the guardians of peace and justice thousands of mm -hmm. generations ago blah, blah 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 and i think that clearly is the jumping off point of this it's once again taking one line of dialogue and trying to stretch it into this huge thing which is mm -hmm. fine star wars has a lot of moments like that and but i i don't know like just because I know there's one they mentioned that like the, what, who are villains' names? The 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 Nile, the, the Niles, you know, the not Mad Max people. We have not Boba Fett. We have not Mad <laughs> Max. And like, and they make some comment being like, oh, there's some sort of like catastrophe that's like 9/11 esque. And I find that so weird as a thing to like describe in Star Wars that there's a 9/11 level of like catastrophe. That's just like instead of saying like, oh, there's something really big happens that like like kind of sends shockwaves throughout the Republic, they'll automatically tied into a real world thing. Just kind of, it, it's weird they they would go to that like especially in their initial announcement. But this feels like a story that's going to be the catalyst for how the Republic ends up being so, like, bloated and corrupt. This feels like we're, we're going to get the very beginning of, like, oh, this is why everything eventually will go to hell, like, a couple hundred years later. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the Nile, did you, did you catch, like, the similarity to, like, Darth, uh, Darth Nihilus? Oh it's no! Spelled, I didn't. It's spelled the exact same. I was curious to see if maybe they were going to somehow connect the two, because I mean, obviously that's all legends now. But I thought that was interesting that they seem to have pulled from the root word of his name. Yeah, I'm 100 percent ignorant on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I am ignorant on Nihilus and all those characters. But that's the thing is that like the the Sith are supposed to be gone by this point. Like this is like their whole war happened what thousands of years earlier. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine, because uh, it's of course it's Star Wars, there has to be evil space wizards somewhere lurking in the corner. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. But it's like, do do we need that? Or is that going to be like another one of those like wink, wink, nudge, nudges to the audience? Like, oh, you know what's coming. Huh? Huh? 
Yeah, I don't know. It just depends on what exactly they're trying to accomplish here. Because it seems, it's just very ambiguous. I don't really understand what exactly it is they're trying. Like, obviously they said they're trying to appeal to, like, children, teens, and adults. But at the end of the day, like, who are they trying to feed here mostly? It It's not, it doesn't seem to be, like, the diehard Star Wars fans. Or is it? I'm not sure. It kind of just seems like... What are, what, what are they getting at here, you know? Sarah, what do you think about all this? Um, I mean, I can give my blunt answer of casual indifference, but I know that <laughs> people are going to want more than that from me. So, no, I mean, I'm looking over stuff right now, and the concept art looks looks cool. It's, you know, a ton of Jedi. Got some Jedi with some double-sided, light, double-sided lightsabers. You got some Jedi with, you know, yellow lightsabers and purple, and I'm sure there's going to be... You know, a ton of all that stuff. But, uh, I mean, I I want to be excited for Star Wars. I really do. But this 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 does seem like someone in the pitch room put on a Green Bay Packers helmet, ran backwards, channeled their inner Aaron Rodgers, and went, go long, and just threw the ball. And it is currently, like on its way up to its apex before it comes crashing down on either a giant interception or a game-winning touchdown. We'll find out soon. By, by, by the way, there's your ambiguous sports reference. <laughs> and yes, if you type in King of the Hell Mary, it does instantly bring up Aaron Rodgers. I knew he was, but I just wanted to see what happens when I typed into Google King of Hell Marys. So I am proud of you know, for proving the, my point. The more you know, folks, the more you know. Um, if, if you at home on your Knights of Vader bingo card had uh, Aaron Rodgers trivial <laughs> names on it, please come forward and collect your prize. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, no, I, I agree with you, Zanger. There's, there's, there's something odd about this. Like, and I think even Mackenzie got it too in the sense that, like, it feels like wh- wh- who's the target audience for this? And I have an idea, and I know Mackenzie and I were talking about this off mic, and we were like. This feels very like Phantom Menacey, like in the mm-hmm. idea of like everything's gonna be good, everything's shiny and bright. And as we all know, those original trilogy purists are just gonna they're gonna crap on this, even if it's the greatest thing ever. They're just gonna hate it because how it looks. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking over a lot of stuff here. Like Twitter is. <sighs> Singer, what Twitter is okay, a cesspool. <laughs> yeah, good day. It's a cesspool. Okay, Singer, I have a question. You're, you're our YouTube expert. Are there any YouTube videos on this about like how the what? High Republic, like like Jedi from High Republic, killed Palpatine's long lost daughter or something? Or <laughs> no, the only thing right now that I've seen, I haven't even watched it, is um something about is Star Wars in deep trouble, and then the follow up to that is. Star Wars confirms High Republic 20, uh, sorry, not cut it off, 2,000 years before Skywalker. And just to let you know the um, mindset of the person making these videos, the prior episode was, what if Qui-Gon trained Anakin Part 2? And then the other one that followed the High Republic announcement is the strange lightsaber Palpatine used after... Revenge of the Sith. So there's the mindset of the person making this. They're asking the real questions. <laughs> and, uh, d- that no one wants the answer to. 
and or cares about. Also, if there's so much of a mention of Skywalker, I'm flipping tables on this stuff. Yeah, I, I agree. I truly want something that is that no Skywalker is involved in, has anything to do with. I will admit my older brother did make a good jab on the uh, Facebook site when I said, I don't want anything to do with this stuff to do with Skywalker. He posted a video of the lightsaber kid. Like put Bill Skywalker, and I was like, you know what? Never mind. But no, tr- <laughs> truly, though, if there's a mention of Skywalker, of so- uh, you know what? There can't be a mention of Solo because we all know where that name originated from. <laughs> but I, I, I don't want any connection. Even Yoda, I, I want no connection to the original stuff at all. I want them to go off of this and create a whole new, you know world for us to have fun in and enjoy star wars again in and i feel like i i want them to do that but i'm afraid that fans are going to complain and we're going to get them backtracking and doing some really dumb stuff wait zinger so you you don't like easy breezy beautiful yoda (laughs) i've okay his hair is what are you talking about but that's yaddle wait you, you might be right if, if it's not like a bun thing, it's 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 definitely Yaddle. Um, well, it looked like it was almost like a half balding type. Oh like wait, older that's... man, silvery hair type, like almost like he was like like our equivalent of like a fifty-five year old. Okay, versus like question. an eighty-year-old. How does Yoda's a like species age then? If they go from at fifty, they still like a baby to like somehow. Like a hundred years later, they're old and decrepit. Look, I, I, I want this explained to me, but it's not. It's gotta be like exponential. Like, it can't be like now. linear. It can't be like a total linear way. It's gotta speed up at some point. Maybe like that when they hit puberty, they just become an old man. Like, like they just become old. That's their puberty. And and, and that's and that's the other thing about this high republic stuff. I, they, I don't think they they can have Sith and stuff. I, I think that if they go to Sif and stuff, it's them tapping out and being like, we can't come up with an original story here. Mm. Well, I'm, su- I'm surprised they didn't go immediately to the Jedi and Mandalorian Wars. I'm surprised they didn't go directly God, they gotta to that. they got to build to that. they got to build mm. to it. Yeah, I guess. But, like, I don't know. Like, it, that's the weird thing now. So, like, Star Wars is, like, who would have thought that, like, after the Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars would be just as on the defensive as it was, like, back in, like, what? the early 2010s like that same like oh like star wars is back but like what is what does the future look like <laughs> it's as if they didn't plan any of this being like okay because i know like in some of the the articles for this are like oh we've been planning this since like 2014 and it's weird that like i remember back it has to be it has to be around 2014 i remember reading one of the film blogs. oh my gosh what can can can, can you use you, you made me remember something i was thinking when i watched this video earlier Okay, but I remember like there was a film blogger, and I know he's like persona non grata now. I remember him being at some like Lucasfilm thing in 2014. He's like, if you think what like Marvel's doing is big, just wait until you see what the Lucasfilm people are doing. And I wonder if this is like the evolution of that. Like, like do they always have this in their back pocket, and they were deliberately waiting for like a point where I don't want to say things were at an all time low, but maybe they felt like they're running on fumes and like, okay, we're going to pull this out of our hat now. It's possible. I I don't know. I feel like they did a Hail Mary a while back with. 
something else that now I'm trying to remember. Oh wait, the um the Obi Wan movie, which is in some weird mm-hmm. limbo that no one knows what's going on with it anymore. I feel. Well, it's delayed kind of like a year, and that gives them enough time to kind of decide whatever they want to do with it. Also, it gives them time to see how the fandom reacts to all this High Republic stuff, because they might choose to go into a different direction based on that. True. Yeah, that's a good point. And plus, there's also, like, Zenger brought up earlier on, the whole thing with Bob Iger. Like, yes, Bob Iger is still in the picture. and But it's like, so what's going to happen now? Like, Star Wars was a crown jewel. And well, maybe still it still is in a way. It's just not as on a high pedestal as Marvel is. And like you guys were saying, that maybe this is like, like I don't know. It just feels so odd. Like we don't know what the future of Star Wars is. Like the fact that they're very deliberately telling us that like this is just like books and comics. It's nothing else for right now. And that's such a weird like sandbox. Like kind of like what's the word? Kind of like a box to put yourself in. That deliberately be like, nope, we're not doing anything beyond this. Instead of keeping it ambiguous, being like, well, maybe we will, maybe we won't. It all depends. To deliberately say, no, this is just books. Like, like, and that's the thing too. It's like you'd think even what Toy Fair was last weekend, we might have gotten like some sort of like to- I don't want to say toy announcement, but like coming soon. Like, like stay tuned to San Diego Comic Con. We're like we'll be showing some High Republic stuff. Like kind of like what they did with Shadows of the Empire back in the day. That's like if you ever want to do again, we've talked about it a few times on here. If you ever want to do Star Wars without a movie, that's that's your marketing template is Shadows of the Empire. And this just feels more like oh god, like a like a like a punt relative to that. Like it just feels like I don't know, it's just it, this, there's something just hollow about the whole High Republic thing. Like I do, I want to be excited, like I want like a whole new era of Star Wars content, but it's so ambiguous to the point where it's like you're announcing it. It's kind of like they do with everything else. Star Wars in like the last couple of years, like we're just announcing things to like create initial hype and we're going to keep it really super secretive until it comes out. And then everyone's going to be kind of disappointed because they built up their expectations so high, expecting it to be like the second coming of Christ. And then it's going to be like, when it comes out, it's all right, I guess. Mm. And, th- and that's why I mean, though, I wish they would tell us more, be like, okay, this is the story of Jedi's X, Y, and Z as they fight the villains. And I'm like, okay, that that I can get on board with. Like, give us give us some meat, give us some marketing. You don't have to give away the ending, but give us a story to anticipate so when we do get to experience the intricacies of it, that we're not blindsided by like expecting it to be the greatest thing ever. Uh, by by the way, I double check my other Star Wars source on YouTube, uh-huh. and he actually is responding pretty well to a lot of this stuff. He's the one I don't talk about because he actually handles content pretty well like his past few days content has been uh jedi fallen order sequel new rumors which something that's been going around recently uh high republic um stuff and then more high republic stuff and then also recently the bob Iger stepped down so that was like three hours ago yes someone who has their pulse on the on the goings-on in the world of Star Wars, unlike somebody who is posting stuff such as how Vader slaughtered Dooku's family. I'm kind of curious about that now. I, 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 no, don't be. <laughs> you're, you're playing I into agree. his game. You're playing right into his hand. I All right, feel so- like I need to know now, though. 
All right, Mackenzie's going to take one for the team. She's going to give it one view, and she'll come back and report to our four listeners so nobody else has. You know what? That's not going to happen, folks. We're going to take the blow. We'll all watch it. We'll take turns. Someone has to sit there, fall on the sword, watch the video, come back watch and report to the group. Stupid video Zinger found online that he's angry about but has not watched a second of. Some video that has more downloads than the entire like collective <laughs> downloads of the Knights of Vader podcast. I mean, yeah. yeah. Also... <laughs> Also, go, going back to, to, to the thing I said I'd bring up after you got done with your thought. So, um, seeing the whole, like, them at Skywalker Ranch, what, two years ago or something? Talking about and having whiteboards of them write and stuff, which oh. I need to look at, relook up. Because there's apparently some oh, interesting stuff on those whiteboards. But oh, yeah, I dinosaurs. I just imagine. <laughs> I'll, I'll get back to that. I just... Zenger, how do you get back to that? Like we're talking that that dry erase I I need to find an image of it. There's I'm an exclamation say it one mark. One more time, dinosaurs. <laughs> Folks, they've officially run out of ideas. <laughs> if there ever was any doubt, it's, it's now. We have no other need for any other evidence besides that whiteboard right there. I love that. Like that whiteboard, that, that should be framed and put in a museum. Like, not, I'm not even talking about the, like, like the actual whiteboard. I mean, like the picture, the screenshot from the video. Like they, <laughs> someone at Lucasfilm deserves. Oh God, like that. Oh, it's under Star us. Wars wishes. It, th- does that make it any better or worse? I don't know. The fact that somebody houses. Seriously, were they just throwing out ideas just at the wall? I'm pretty sure Pitchman Zenger is like like a self fulfilling prophecy now. <laughs> it's a real it's a real person. Zenger willed it into existence, <laughs> and he was just in the room. Um, no, no, I I just watching this. I just had an imagination of like, oh, that's Skywalker Ranch. That's that's cool. I wonder who else could be there. Flash to, hey, how are you guys doing? You doing okay in here? Do 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 you do you need anything? I'm just gonna go relax and. And, and watch some watch some Star Wars over in the other room. So, so if you guys need anything, just just come knock. I, I noticed you have dinosaurs up on the whiteboard over there. I feel like you guys could use even a little bit of help. Anyways, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> even Lucas, even Lucas would have been like dinosaurs. <laughs> like how? Like, like that's the thing though. They still like it's funny. Lucasfilm has had new management now for what? seven years and they still don't know how to talk to the fans properly and i find that fascinating like to the point where like i don't even care anymore i'm just fascinated being like okay how many wrenches can they throw into this until eventually people are just like you know what it's it's that thing rob said a few episodes ago like it's the square wheels on the car it's just they're just gonna keep keep on doing that regardless like i wonder if this is like the next layer of like George Lucas wearing the Han shot first t-shirt. Like he's like, we're going to put dinosaurs on a dry erase board. Yeah. At, at least a third of the fandom's going to lose its mind at that. Just because of how like bonkers is a, a notion that is. Okay. Hold on. We're missing a huge thing. This was at the, the high Republic is the first thing on star Wars wishes. Uh huh. So then next thing will be star Wars relic hunters. Then it's star Wars university. Then, we get Star Wars dinosaurs. And there's an exclamation mark at the end. I think it's the only the only line item or bullet point that actually gets a punctuation. So, um, right? It says dinosaurs. I with exclamation mark, am right? looking. 
I see some parentheses. I see a dash. I see, yeah, yeah that has an exclamation point. I think whoever pitched that really was like, okay, this is my idea for the day. Leave me alone. <laughs> I wonder if there was a way for them to like group all those ideas together. Like a university for dinosaur relic hunters. <laughs> During the High Republic. <laughs> In the High Republic. <laughs> That's an idea right there. Now that is there enough cocaine in this world to make the idea come to fruition? <laughs> I, you know what? In the deep well of my of my knowledge of Pitchman Zinger, I don't think I've ever said Star Wars and dinosaurs in the same sentence. <laughs> oh, it's a first time for everything. I, I mean, maybe the Mythosaur was like their whole like little dabbing into that tone oh, no. of that realm. Of it's it's technically just a dinosaur, but at the same time, I'm like, it's they're not dinosaurs at that point. There's big monsters. What was that on giant planet. creature on Malastair with the dugs? Oh, plate? oh, that big the, thing. Oh god, the Zilla beast. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of similar to that. That's more Godzilla though than dinosaur. True. True. Godzilla is a dinosaur. In is he really? Some, in some interpretations, yes. Oh, okay. Like, he's like an ancient dinosaur. Where is Eric when I need him? Because Eric would be able to tell me what movie originated that came from. But I know... I, I will recheck in with him, but I'm almost positive Godzilla has been portrayed as a dinosaur before. That he's some type of, like, Godzilla-saurus or something. You know, I have the internet in front of me. Indeed you do. Okay, should we just read, like, everything that's on here, like... Oh, please do. Yes. All right, we have to read each one. Okay, so there's basically three columns. At the the leftmost column, we have the word fiction, and under that we have authentically lived in, surprise, diversity, actual ending, which is, which is fascinating as a concept for Lucasfilm. Clearly, uh, JJ came by after this and erased that part, but um, we won't talk about that. Um, feelings, 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 um, relatable characters. Cause that's something that I, you think that wouldn't have to be stated when you're working on like a media project, relatable characters. You think that's just something that inherently comes to like the process. It's kind of like baking. Yeah, like a that's cake. a given. Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like baking a cake and being like, I'm going to put flour in here. I'm like, well, isn't that kind of like the foundation? Like you don't really have a cake unless you use flour in some capacity. Yeah, that's why it's just so strange. Um, sweeping slash epic. And sweeping. last, we have humor. Sweeping. Humor. Do you think they're going to bring back Broom Boy? <gasps> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. She figured she cracked the code. That's oh my god. He's he he's he's reincarnated during the events of the Last Jedi, and then sent back into the past. Oh, oh man! Ter- Terminator Star Wars hybrid. Here we come. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay. Next, we have our middle column, which has the word "just Star Wars" on top of it with a heart. I guess what what I guess that's them saying what we love about Star Wars. I, I, okay. If that's the case, the first bullet point is truly <laughs> the most fascinating. It, it actually, I'm glad everybody's laughing at this because this is this is this is maybe the most again. Oh god, they don't know how to talk to the fans. Like I, I what I wouldn't give, like like Lucasfilm, I will do your marketing for free. Just please. And 
the first line item actually says under Star Wars, not pro war. Yeah, someone else pointed out on Twitter. Yeah. Also, I am willing to sell my services to Star Wars to be Pitchman because I will put out insane ideas that then someone else will put out a better idea, and you'll have to take theirs because otherwise you take me pitching dinosaurs. <laughs> Everything about this is, is, is insane. Um, after not pro war, which still having a hard time just rationalizing that, we have droids. Scope they, they exist. Yes, droids are a thing in Star Wars. Scope. Wait, wait, wait. Obviously, the Mandalorian used the scope on his gun a lot. <laughs> well, I was just saying he like used the mouthwash. That's what he used when he takes his helmet off because he must have like some like weird ass breath from like breathing in the same air on halitosis. There you go. Um, mythic space and lightsaber battles, despite the fact that we just had not pro okay. war at the top of this list. That's another one of those things, though, that like, should they have actually written that down or like, like, why was that necessary to, to, to specify if you're writing a story about Jedi? Uh, also, I wanted to make sure to point out that mythic and space and lightsaber battles, two separate things. It's yeah. not mythic space and lightsaber battles. It's mythic and then space and lightsaber battles. You know what's the strangest part of this? The word Jedi isn't anywhere on this. Wait. Is it? No. I don't think so. Yeah. Sith is on here. Yeah, Sith is on here. Yeah. All right. After space and lightsaber battles, we have no single character with the word main in parenthetical between single and character. So that's... That's always going to be fun, jumping around from character to character. No, 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 uh, that's not what they mean. They mean that there's going to be always Raylos everywhere. Everyone uh, will have some significant other. Right? I don't know if that actually pertains to Raylos. I feel like that was a call oh, a little snap. bit. I feel like oh, I'm being called out right now. I, I want on record Zenger is the first one that broached the Raylo topic, because that's a, a <laughs> tease for the audience out there. We're getting to that one day, folks. There's, there's going to be a Raylo discussion. It's going to be like, it's going to give the Rise of Skywalker 200 minute long episode a run for its money. That's. I don't know. Is that, is that as makes me as violently angry as episode two? We'll have to find out. Zenger. Will you, okay. We have to take a quick pause. This, I guess now that Mackenzie's first appearance on here, we got to kind of have to flesh out her star Wars opinions. Zenger, what's your oh opinion? On the, Zenger, what's your opinion on the kiss in the Rise of Skywalker? It was pointless, and it was like, why did this happen? Oof! <laughs> Shots fired across the the bow of the USS Mackenzie. <laughs> I like that um, naval metaphor there. It's mildly appropriate. I am saddened. By that interpretation, that opinion. Um, but I respect it. However, I thoroughly, extremely disagree with that. Okay. Like, I violently disagree with that. <laughs> okay. Do, do, do you want me to explain my, my logic real quick of I, the um, relationship between Ray, Kylo, and Ray? Do I? I? I got a great metaphor for it, and it goes along with metaphors I've used before. Real quick, Zinger, I want you to know you're already in trouble for saying Kylo and not Ben. You're already in trouble for saying that. I just want you to know. You've already dug your hole. I don't care. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> All right. So the the original the metaphor I always use for the relationship in episode two of Padme and Anakin is uh, two chairs stacked on top of each other. <laughs> Correct. 
you've everyone's heard that before. By the way, if that's on your bingo card, please utilize <laughs> Zinger using a comparison of two st- chairs stacked on top of each other. Well, the Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, and Ray relationship is like two chairs being on the opposite side of the room for the entire time, and then at the very end, you chuck them at each other. Yeah, those chairs would only be on opposite sides of the room if you had no eyes and or, <laughs> like, any sense of cinematic uh, foreshadowing at all. But, you know. This, this is a, you know what? This is going to devolve, and I don't want Zach to be in the middle of it, so we will save this for No, no, Zach, Zach <laughs> is loving this. This is everything, Zach. This is the equivalent. You know what? It's kind of like, for once, I'm not hurting the cats. I'm in the corner being like, let them fight. You've got the black and white referee stripes on And the whistle in your mouth And meanwhile I'm like in the corner And I'm like You're throwing chairs at Zanger You're throwing (laughs) chairs at Zanger No I'm just saying It it just I I never saw the relationship being that way And then when it happened I was like Okay this is happening now Why not In all seriousness like you are not alone Like there's a lot of people that kind of i picked up on that shared that same like sentiment that it felt like out of nowhere um but as somebody who like the moment that i saw them on screen together in 2015 in the force awakens i immediately like immediately thought to myself that that was going to be where they ended up was not necessarily not even necessarily romantic but almost like that idea of like a dyad. I remember the, like my initial thought being like, Oh, they're complementary to each other in every way. Like the yin yang to use like the overused metaphor for them. But I mean, it, it just kind of all depends on like your perception of like, of the, uh, like the initial scene. Like, I think if you, if you saw it in the initial scene, then you saw it everywhere else. But if you didn't see it in that initial scene, then it kind of took you a little bit longer. Like, Obviously, they made it more obvious in The Last Jedi and with the hand touching and all that, you know, the force bond. But I mean, no no joke, there was Raylos that guessed the force bond before The Last Jedi even came out. So I'm just saying, like, there were people that were not surprised, is all I'm saying. I just, it it was something that I mean for me, I'm like, oh, okay, this is happening. All right, whatever. Mm. Like, I'm. Like, here's the thing. I don't want to nitpick um, Rise of Skywalker too much. Because I'm like, it's what we got. I'm not going to be one of those people that hates on it. It's just that one scene I'm just kind of like, uh, take it or leave it. It's there. I here. Here's my thing. If that scene wasn't there, I understand that there would have been this missed opportunity for everyone that loves the two of them getting together. But at the same time, it doesn't change anything that happens from there forward in the movie. But it's really. so much larger than a need for them to quote unquote get together. Like it, it's it's more of like a meaning for like bringing true balance to the force, like kind of completing what the previous Skywalkers were not able to like to complete, which is like not only bringing someone back to life in like the you know like in a shallow sense, but like on a deeper level kind of actually not being a selfish whiny baby for once like and and that's like you know it's it's hard to explain but I just feel like there was just so much more to be gleaned from that scene other than just oh they're getting together cool you know what I'm saying like it there was a lot more meaning behind it than that for me at least all right 
All right, folks. I, I that is the first of many Raylo conversations, and weirdly enough, I'm surprised I had no direct role other than instigating it. Mm. Um, Technically, Zanger instigated it. Yeah, I still like my analogy, though. No, it's a great analogy, and I, I, I applaud you for that. Relationships right. in Star Wars only can be described as how two chairs interact with each other. <laughs> Whether they be stacked or launched violently across the room at each other. How would you describe Han and Leia via chairs? Uh, two chairs awkwardly near each other for a long time, then all of a sudden you just find them collapsed on each other. <laughs> I can see that. How about Han Solo and Kira? Uh, one chair that's relevant, another one that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Well played. That was well. That was well done. Um, all right. Let's talk which is which? <laughs> Obviously, Hansel is the irrelevant one. Mm. Jk. Uh, where where right. were we on this list? Yeah, okay, where were we? All the right. Force? No, no single main character. Yes, the force was at was next. The force. The force. Which are is, are they guess, reminding themselves that the force exists? There's something so serious. Who knows know. what, what was going on in this writing room? They were like, wait, what's Star Wars about again? Oh, yeah, lightsabers and the Force. That's what's in it? Okay, write that down. That's good. Troy. Don't forget that. <laughs> every every like, bullet point should have an exclamation point after it. Like That's what makes the dinosaur <laughs> thing all the more baffling is that that's the only one that has it. Oh, my God. Scopes. <laughs> like on guns, they never use the scopes. Also, for actual ending, they should have question marks after that. Like, actual ending? Question mark, question mark, question mark? <laughs> I feel like that'd be appropriate. Uh, all right. Then I guess last under the Star Wars column is complicated monsters. You, okay, here's that pitch point. <laughs> we need some complicated monsters. And then suddenly someone went, like dinosaurs. Yeah, like dinosaurs! <laughs> Exclamation point. I, I just I, I I can't like this I can't I know this is like one shot in like a three minute long video and it's not meant to be scrutinized but like I am so confused I've never been so confused like I could like I could just stare at this forever and never figure out the deep like the deeper meaning of all this like maybe like they're talking about complicated monsters in the sense of like their emotions and backstories like they're trying to give the monsters like feelings but but hasn't that always been star wars in some capacity like outside of the emperor every villain has like some sort of like deeper motivation to just like more right but i think i think they might be referring to like a monster in an animalistic species type alien sense not necessarily like kylo ren i am a monster type maybe maybe i don't know maybe they're talking about monsters in like a villainous sense but i kind of assumed that would they were talking more about like a like a species like the lion has a thorn in its paw, almost, like that sort of thing. Or I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> then why are you here then? If you don't know, that's all. We're, we're trying to. That's cut a great the noise. question. I don't even know. I, I all I know is that all right, I need to I find was... this on YouTube because there's more <laughs> stuff under there. Is there? Yes, there is. Oh. There is, but it you can't I... see it because they're turning the camera up to it. I'm going to see if I can go frame by frame and find it. Oh, good lord. You're telling me there's, like, like oh my lord, like, the um, JFK, JFK assassination, there's more, like, different, like, angles of this video that could tell us more, like, there's the grassy I'm, knoll of the yes. race board? Yes, there is. 
I don't know if I can handle this thing. It's bad enough we have this many bullet points as we do. Can you imagine if we had like three or six more? I'm pretty sure there's another shot with a different dry erase board as well. Well, sadly, we keep saying dry erase board, but this is it's not even a dry yeah, erase it's, board. It's no, it's yeah, not, I noticed but we that. Keep just saying dry erase board. You can so see the it top of board? it. It says pad. It says something pad. Yeah, it's like it's, 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 it's just basically like a giant sticky pad. Like you tear those off and you can stick them to the walls. Hmm. That makes it somehow that makes it even worse. <laughs> does it? It does. Like a dry erase board, at least you can erase. This is like something that like they had to either just throw away or they it's actually set in to use stone. It. Yeah. A dry erase board you can erase. There's something there's something at least like okay, like someone writes something stupid and someone can like erase like it. Like we can go find this paper. I just noticed someone almost misspelled dinosaurs, it looks like. Oh my god. Okay, there's a picture where it's a group of them standing there and you can see the board in the background. I can't zoom in or anything, so I'm going to see if I can go frame by frame. I mean, you guys can talk about stuff in the meantime. <laughs> no, I would just, I'm, I'm really I'm really excited to see like what's happening. This is like some next level detection skills happening right now. This is this is like this is what I signed up for. This is like CSI Knights of Vader. CSI KOV. Gosh, it's so blurry though. All right. Okay. Moving on to the last five seconds. Moving on to the last column that says Star Wars Wishes. The first one is High Republic. Duh. The next one is Relic Hunters. The next is University. The fifth, what the fourth bullet point is the best one dinosaurs which like you said mackenzie clearly there's like some sort of weird like they had to over like overdraw the like you... a type of... <laughs> it's all messed up okay cool period and comma that's how you go frame by frame okay and we have once again we have representation slash diversity apparently that that is, is important enough. enough to be on there twice twice all right and there okay hold on okay complicated monsters on that list there are at least one, two, three, four, five, <gasps> six. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, five things under that. Oh man, I would have been excited if it was six, but it's only five. And then on the other side, <laughs> under splintered force groups, there is one, two, three, four, five, six. There's now at least I'm excited. Six under there, and I'm trying. I'm trying to go frame by frame, but it's very hard because it. They seriously go, like it does not come into focus at all, as they're swinging that camera. So I'm gonna go back to the other scene and see if I can see it there. After that, we have Arthurian legends, which we already discussed. We have mm. rival houses, which that that at least sounds interesting. If they're gonna start like doing like different houses and like I can imagine the Jedi Order. I wonder like if it has to do with like the like the old blood of like almost like a political type dynasty type of element adding into this whole thing because I mean the republic is also it's not only the jedi I mean it's also like a political system so I wonder if it has anything to do with that Now just yeah. to make Zach happy there is a whiteboard that they are using That's what I said there is there is definitely a whiteboard with other things on it. But there is this giant post to note that's in the background of like everything. Oh my gosh, there's another whiteboard too. Oh boy, <laughs> see so folks. They they also have good versus evil on this board, the force. Oh wait, this is like 
Oh my god, I found like the pre post-it note whiteboard because they have good versus evil they, they have like the force no single main characters mm. but once again it's blurry after like five inches they have layered are they yeah. just writing adjectives on a board <laughs> it seems like they're going they're going for like bigger concepts and then kind of subcategorizing up jacku jacku's on the board <gasps> What? In brown, non Jedi kids. Why is that important? Why is that important? I swear this is Samurai Shrine. Are you looking at the frame where there's a woman with a purple yes. marker? Yes. Okay. Yes, but there's someone the that's like found. stepping back from it and like waving her arms. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of the same concepts, but I like that you're seeing political. Like... Oh God, dang it! They have political landscape. Jedi uh... heyday is circled. Mon Mothma. Wait, why the Mon Mothma? Why the Mon Mothma on there? Oh wait, sorry. This is the whole like pitch they did for like years worth of Star Wars stuff, right? I hope, please. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of any reason why her name would show different up there. classes. Old Republic. There's a thing beside the Old Republic. Chosen family. Imperfect uh, characters. Yeah. Again, complicated monsters. Oh boy. New Jedi. I swear that says functional family, but I know that that's not what it says. It's something it's something with an F and then family. Mm. Oh, family. Then, then, then again, the existence of Star Wars functional family could technically be a new idea for them. <laughs> that's something sure. I've never seen before. Alright, I'm going away from that white boy. Okay. I said it stinks because it blurs it and I can like it's impossible to read it because it doesn't come into focus till it's showing it again. All right, can continue with the author. I think you're on a no. We're on Rival Houses. Yeah. Yes. After Rival Houses, we have Sith Empire, which we kind of uh, mentioned is a little out of place. Then we have Chaos Agents, which would make sense considering that there's supposed to be some sort of like cataclysmic event early on in this. And then we have Splinter Group. I can't read the last part of that. I'll see if I can get it in a second. Sorry, I'm being very disturbed by this person who looks like they're drinking a caffeine-free Diet Coke. Splinter Group Force Users. Splinter Group Force Users. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Because, well, I know I'm part of this, and I talk about... Who are the villains again? Nihilists? The Nihil... Not Nihilists. That's different. It's just (laughs) Oh, by the way, the thing under there... Animal Friends. (laughs) I think it says... You know what that means, Zach? Oh, God, no. Wolves. Wolves. So many wolves. Was he in the room? Was he in the room for any of this? Is that his diet caffeine-free Coke? It's in a wolf mug. It's not, but... we can Zanger, I think it's fair to assume that there's a wolf mug. I mean, I'm not surprised that there is. And they got Pablo Hidalgo on there, too. Oh, yeah. I saw that. His weird Lemmy from... Uh, motorhead facial hair it's not fully come in yeah they're kind of like they're almost like chops but not quite i feel like rex had those at one point i feel like that's true that rings true you know if i say something with enough confidence people will believe me (laughs) rex had mutton chops it's canon it doesn't even matter just 
just believe it. Just accept it. Well, I know in one part of this, they talk about how the denials have, uh, have weaponized what light speed travel. What? Oh God. I don't remember hearing that. No. So Wait, many, so many light speed bullets. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe Haldo was onto something. <laughs> hmm. I read that somewhere. I thought. Was it in the video? Ah, I forget. Maybe okay. Hold on a sec. Uh, at the end, the center of it are the Nile, who are the bad guys. You can see them on the cover. They took a little punk rock, and oh, and apparently those gas masks serve a purpose as they can reportedly use hyperspace in a way that we've never seen before. Okay. All right. So for the record, on the question I asked myself, what kind of facial hair does Rex have? It's just a full beard. Isn't there another clone at some point that has, I like... I think we're thinking of... Oh, wait, nope. Um, the one from the... Oh, my gosh, of course he's from that squadron. The one from the wolf squadron who has the cut over his eye. Yeah, wolf. Yeah! Yeah, he has, like, very his extended chin. facial his hair. His chin but is he, exposed. It's somewhat. It's, like, shorter stubble on his chin. No, that's what I was thinking of. Of course there is. Of course it's that one. Wolf Squadron. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you didn't think today was going to involve us discussing facial hair on clone troopers. No, 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 it did not. I woke up this morning, that was the last thing that was on my mind. I, now I can collect the prize of the Knights of Vader bingo night. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to really fat those bingo cards today. <laughs> What is next on the Where's the other list You said there was three Well that's the thing The other ones are hard to find stuff on Hold on Let me Go back to this Go frame by frame again Man, Skywalker Ranch They're on Skywalker Ranch For some reason they have a TV That's like floating in the air With the feet on it still If that's mounted Someone did a terrible job Because they left the feet on <laughs> By the way, I'm sure you all at home are wondering why are we not talking about um, Clone Wars Saved? Oh yeah, probably should explain that. Are we are we waiting for more episodes? I thought they were doing a dump, and I'm very very displeased with the fact they did not. Yeah, I guess you should explain that now while uh, whoever someone on this call is doing a forensic deep dive on the video and the drive. I'm done with mine. I've I have I have dove enough. I'm I'm looking at it out of mere curiosity. All right. Um, while you continue to do that, uh, yeah, the reason why we're not doing Clone Wars thing is that we're not going to do like maybe at the end of every uh, arc. So like once they've done like all four episodes of a particular story, then we'll talk about it. But we're not going to do each episode in real time. No, there's not much enough to say. It's just kind of like okay, this thing happened. It would be done but, in, like what five five minutes tops. No, it take longer than that for each episode. Yes. No, There's so much that? complexity about these clones that we need to just dive into them and sit there and discuss uh, all of their so complex feelings. They're like teenage girls. All they do is sit there and talk about their feelings, even though they're supposed to be like, what? Men, they're like, well, how old are the clones supposed to be? What, in the early 20s? Uh, I'm guessing somewhere like aged around physical prime, which... I feel like I 25. Mean, I'd say 20s to 30s. But once again, why are we putting human years on these clones that, you know, who knows how their stuff works? Well, I think that's because in Attack of the Clones, I think, was it the uh, Tom Wee says to Obi-Wan, like, oh, like, 
it, now it only takes half the time to grow a mature unit. Mm-hmm. And and what, didn't old. they start at 10 years prior? Yeah. So that'd be 20. Yeah, that's that's why I always figured they're so they're 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 young men for the most part. Yeah, well, you're just a reg, so <laughs> yeah. for those of you that have actually watched the first episode. And you and get also that joke. and also due to the um do you have who have watched the episode, not only do we get emotions of clone troopers, but we get different emotions from different clone troopers that aren't clone troopers. They're not clone troopers. They, they're not they have not favorable fully. defects. You know what? I'm just gonna leave it at that. Favorable defects. That's what they said at one no, yeah, point. No, yeah, that that's that's quote yeah. They unquote. said, "Oh yeah, they have favorable defects." I'm like, hmm, "That's a." Compliment. What about the ones that had unfavorable defects? Air <laughs> 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 <Your> target practice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, folks, if you had that on your bingo card, please step up and collect your prize. Take that, Russ. I don't need a soundboard. <laughs> I am one. You just had it marked down as screeching. Alright, someone's going to have to cut that out and send it to Russ for the soundboard. The, the, the pterodactyl level screech. I don't know if I can pull that off again. That kind of hurt. Oh, it sounded god. like your vocal cords just had a heart attack. Yeah, that sounds about right. How it feels. <laughs> I've lost control, folks. I've lost control. I thought the sound. You see, that's what happened, folks. I try to get rid of the soundboard, and they create their own sounds. Oh man! <laughs> All right. Um, another thing. Like, what else is this High Republic nonsense? Is that like, like they gave us information, but like, really, like when you think about it, it's like. They gave us more context information, but nothing like with the story. Like other than just mm-hmm. like obviously something bad happens. The Jedi don't know how to respond. Buy our book. Can 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 I can I point out a thing? Go for it. That, that they could possibly have happen. What if someone discovers that they have the ability to blow up a planet? Oh I mean, no! Isn't that something new? We oh could... no! Please God! I mean. I'm just saying, or it's like, oh my gosh, they were able to blow up half of a planet. (laughs) The stakes could never be higher. I mean, in a couple of the articles that I was reading, they did liken it to Marvel. So if they were trying to get rid of half a planet, you know. Oh no. Maybe they're taking a page. That's even worse. That's even worse somehow. (laughs) I highly doubt that's actually going to happen. I'm trying to think, like, what could... I mean, what... Zinger's kind of right, though. Like, what else is there besides destroying a planet in Star Wars? They're corrupting the youth. (laughs) We're going to destroy this planet from the inside out by corrupting the youth, and therefore... We'll give them jazz and rock and roll. There you go. We'll let them destroy themselves. (laughs) We're gonna create a ton of clones too, and give them all feelings. But like, they keep so saying, many feelings. <laughs> but they keep like mentioning that like this group of Niles has the power to like do weird stuff with hyperspace. So like, other than like you were kind of saying, Zenger with like Haldo, what could you do with hyperspace that would be like that would cause like a cataclysmic event in Star Wars? Okay, they've always talked about the hyperspace lanes. Okay. How important that is. Maybe it's something to do with that. Are they like 
seize well, control of the hyperspace lanes. Didn't they say something about like they? Oh, there was like a there was like a phrase that was associated with them that he was like, oh, they don't do this, but they can take it from you, something like that. That something like they they take things. So maybe they're kind of like he, they said they were like space Vikings. So maybe oh, they're able yeah. to like maybe they're able to actually like travel into the hyperspace lane and like kind of attack your ship while in hyperspace. Oh, uh, pull it out of hyperspace. What's, isn't that the plot point to Star Trek Into Darkness? I was just thinking oh that. Gosh, yes, that it is. is. It's literally that. Could they, could, could they run out of ideas? Like, like, is there a real possibility that we're going to get a plot point? Like, and then maybe after that, we'll get, like, super, like, space blood or something. I, I, I want that whiteboard or giant post-it <laughs> note where it just says, steal from Star Trek. Well, they're like, Not no, even- well, we... They're like, JJ, what do we do? They're like, just just do this. They'll never know. Star Wars fans don't watch Star Trek. <laughs> I like that. I like Vice that. versa. <laughs> they don't communicate to one another. <laughs> I'm, I'm down with that. Okay. And see, the whole time I was sitting here like, that is a good idea. And I'm like, wait. Well, it does say in, one of the, in a tweet I'm reading from Amy Ratcliffe that says, one of the threats are the borders of the Republic. One of the threats. It's like the Wild West and the Jedi are a little like Texas Rangers on the frontier. A primary villain would be the Nile, kind of like Space Vikings. A primary villain. Not the only villain. Not the villains. A primary villain. So maybe there's more... Go- like, could... That's the thing. Is like, if this was to be a new era of Star Wars... It, I would imagine that it's not going to be as just like straightforward of, like, of a conflict that we're used to. Like, whereas, like, okay, we had the Clone Wars, we had the mm-hmm. Galactic Civil War, we have whatever we're still calling what the 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 rise of the First Order. I don't know. Like, are we used to that in Star Wars? The idea of it being like a bunch of scattered threats that just have to be dealt with, where the Jedi are just kind of more like policemen as as opposed to a militarized group. Hmm. Or like, or like she said, the. Uh, the, the Texas Rangers on the frontier. Right, that was like that Western aspect that they were bringing in. But like, what is, what is it with Star Wars and being like Westernized? And I don't mean Westernized in the sense of like Americanized. I mean like they're bringing the Wild West back. What? Because I mean they did that with the Mandalorian. They is there something that's just like appealing right now about that whole concept? That have you seen Westworld? <laughs> I actually have. I've seen. I saw the first season. It was pretty darn good. Okay. But I mean, like, I mean, they did it so well. Like, why would they copy them? I don't know. It just seems lame. That's that's easy to do. Right. Well, but I found I, that motto of the Nile. By the way, it's uh, you can't take it with you, but we can take it from you. That's, that's like their. That's their that's whole like ideal. What? What? Did, okay, say that again. You can't take it with you, but we can take it from you. That that implies spirituality, doesn't it? Yeah, like an afterlife. Like you can't like yeah. like we're not afraid of death, but we're gonna steal from you. <laughs> like that's I, that's the weird thing though, is that like like obviously this is a like we also don't know like what, what does the Jedi Order look like at this time? Is it more Qui-Gon-esque or is it more more secularized where it's like okay like they, they've lost their sense because think about it, by the time we get to the events of the 
the Phantom Menace in the Clone Wars, the Jedi are kind of more or less removed from their ideals. So they're going to be closer to that in this than they were then, obvious, than they were in the events of the prequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. But just how far, like, how dogmatic are they going to be? Because that's the thing, we really don't know. Like, when we see like, someone like Qui-Gon talk, whether it be the books or in the Phantom Menace or the Clone Wars, and he talks about how the Jedi have lost their way. We don't know if Qui-Gon was a maverick in the sense of like what he was doing was a wholly like original, or was he going back to earlier teachings? Hmm. I like that idea. Yeah, me Which too. One? The that he was going back to earlier teachings. I like the idea of the Jedi being more of like not there's not good and and see See, that's that's what I want more in Star Wars is that there's not this strict like good and evil. Like there, right, and there's I think, there's a gray area that they can it, operate in. Yeah, and it seems like that might be part of what the like the story that they're trying to tell is, is like how they kind of like you said, how they went from that more almost just like a balanced form of like Jedi belief to something that's a little bit more strict and on a more extreme side like i was also thinking like uh, um you know how like the jedi are not allowed to love or form attachments and i was thinking you know what if we see what if we get to see like an era of the jedi where that is actually allowed and we see oh we kind of had to make this a rule because something bad happens because of it because that that's always been like how how are those original ideas formed? You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, everything is kind of back to the drawing board. I don't know how much of like legends we're going to be able to trust because it seems like they're trying to rewrite a whole lot of it. I don't know if it's rewriting. It feels more like they're like I I I, I don't know for certain in legends though. But I never I don't think we ever just went like about 200 years before the events of the phantom menace and if we did it was never delved into in any sort of meaningful way like like really to this extent so i i don't know this seems like lucasfilm trying to have its cake and eat its too eat it too in that like all oh, right we're we're doing stuff that takes place before the prequels but we also don't want to go too far back to the point where we start infringing upon like old republic content because this is like they could do anything they want here and i know in in one of the official press releases they say that was one of the intents of this was to let the the authors and artists do what they want without being held or be kind of being caught like in a bind by the events of other stuff that could be happening canon wise right I guess that's right. It's just like, I guess I'm just so used to thinking about how things are connected that it's like, as much as I'm ready to be disconnected, it's like, I don't know how to not think about how this is connected because we've been so trained. I mean, at least for me, I mean, I feel like they've inundated us with so much connection that it's like, okay, how do we think about this as a separate entity versus thinking about like, uh, the only thing we have to compare it to is what we already have. So how, how are we supposed to form opinions based on like well how are we supposed to form opinions without comparing them to what we already have essentially well that's what you have to do it through archetypes like you have to have your good guys you have your bad guys and you have to figure out clever ways to kind of play with those and turn them on their head like that's like that's the thing about the jedi though like for the most part in the prequels the jedi are not portrayed as bad people 
in the Clone Wars TV show and comics and stuff like that, they're shown as being like, you know what, they they have their issues. Even like when in the Clone Wars, when they eventually what they they do this whole thing with Ahsoka and she's being framed. Even that, like, that's more of like Palpatine getting in their business as opposed to the Jedi kind of just like kind of leave her out to dry. That's the thing is that the Jedi are never like yes, they're complicit in letting Palpatine kind of do what he does for what the span of what 10, 15 years. But it's never like we never see the Jedi be outright hostile in any of the movies. Like that's that's the thing. Like I guess they compromise their ideals just by being generals. I, I guess that's just subtle mm-hmm. uh, what's the word devolvement of who they are. But I don't know. That's the weird thing. Like seeing Jedi in this high republic, I can't imagine it being much different than how they're portrayed in the prequels. Like even like um take the beginning of the Phantom Menace, watching Obi-Wan Qui-Gon go off on a mission. I would imagine it's give you a lot of that. Mm-hmm. There's only so much you can play with the Jedi because they're not they're not they're corrupt because they kind of just were oblivious, not because they were they they turned evil from their core. Right, it's the hubris, like like Luke says in Last Jedi, it's the negligence and it's the idea that we're untouchable, and I think in in that is where their fault truly lied. It was in the fact that they kind of over time they probably had so many victories. That they and they attained quote unquote peace for such a long time that they didn't see what was happening right under their nose. And like you said, like that's not inherently bad, but I mean, it caused the destruction of an entire political regime. So, yeah. That's but that's like that's never been delved into though in that sort of way in Star Wars like outside of a couple of places here and there, and I get it, obviously you can't spend an entire episode in a children's cartoon show to the delve into that sort of stuff, but that's like I don't know like that's where it'd be interesting to see if we sort of like that's how they tie it maybe to Star Wars as in the movies in that you do have characters maybe have some level of like a premonition because there's that aspect too of Star Wars is the clairvoyance something I, I sense something mm-hmm. on the horizon holocron nonsense yeah that's that's where I'm having a hard time with this it's like it's it's so vague and I get that's their point but like. This is only six months from now. Like, if they say like, "Oh, you're getting it like a year from now," I'd be like, "Oh, okay, you gotta tease us." But six months from now, that's that's. And I think even uh, you brought it up. I forget off Mike McKenzie is that what this all this stuff starts getting released two days before celebration. Yeah, it is. It is two days before, and that can't be coincidental. No, absolutely not. I mean, that's, they kind of did the same thing with the Rise of Skywalker. They released wasn't wasn't there like a large drop of certain things like right before celebration this year, something like that. Yeah, that was. Well, that's but that's the movie though. That's like oh, marketing. it was the trailer, wasn't it? Yeah. The, oh, wait, I, no, that was a du- never mind. Blame my last. <laughs> oh boy, um, yeah, that's that's. I wish they would have given us a little bit more to chew on. Like instead of giving us like tidbits about like like 
broad strokes, give us a little bit of like a story being like, okay, this horrible thing happens on the space station. It has a name. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. The destruction or the, 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 the something. It's the something. It's the something. Yes, exactly. And that's the sort of stuff that like I would have liked. Give us, give us a plot summary. Like kind of like what's gonna be on the dust jacket. It's like give us that. So like okay, I I know what your what sort of like story I'm involved with, other than just like oh new Star Wars content, consume it now. But what sucks is that they like they know that they can get away with not doing that, and people are still going to follow it and have an entire podcast discussion about it like we're doing right now. Because all they have to do is be like. Oh look, it's a Wookiee with a lightsaber, and everybody's gonna go like. We haven't even oh, talked about that yet. What? I mean, it is. It granted, it is really awesome, but like they they don't have to give us anything other than that for us to talk about it. But but haven't they learned their lesson from everything else, whether it be the Rise of Skywalker or Solo? That like when you keep things hidden, it's not to the benefit of the project. Like you only keep things hidden if you feel like. You have a confidence problem with it. It's like you don't keep things hidden if you're proud of it and you feel like you've got like a ringer on your hand. Especially the book. It's a book. This is not like a two hundred million dollar blockbuster. Like, what's the harm? Like, if you're gonna buy a Star Wars book called The High Republic, if you give the audience a little bit of like a little bit more kernels of information, it can't deter them. If you're already interested in Star Wars books, like how I think like obviously I'm a Star Wars book lover, and I guess peek behind the curtain, folks. Mackenzie's also a Star Wars book lover, so possibly, or most likely, no more solo book review episodes. But, like, if we're interested in a Star Wars book, like... I was waiting for them to make a, you know, TV show out of it. <laughs> sure. Take that, but, the Ahsoka book. Hey, that was a pretty darn good book. But isn't it just the, the, the season of um, Clone Wars that we're getting right now? Yes and no. Okay. It kind I, of happens. Always... Go ahead. I won't. I won't get into it. It's. It's. There is inquisitors and things involved, and it's more of like her kind of like on the run, and she's hiding for the most part of that book. So, I don't. It's yeah. It may or may not be what's happening behind the scenes. Cool. But yeah, that that's the point, though. Is that like. To turn somebody off from buying a Star Wars book, it's going to take a lot. Like, if, if they're already interested, like, by making it so ambiguous, I guess they want that kind of like blank canvas marketing where it's like you can kind of paint whatever you want onto the project. But if you let people do that too long, it inherently sets up expectations that will, that will lead to disappointment. Mm -hmm. And that's just what they keep doing. It's just blank canvas type marketing. And I, I, they keep doing it. And it it works only so so instead of just telling the audience like okay this is what you're getting like obviously we're not going to give you everything because we want you to experience it but nope we're just going to get some some really bright colorful artwork and being like okay august 25th write your check to del rey publishing mm. well i mean now that there's no like film or big blockbuster project kind of on the horizon for like the foreseeable future. I mean, the next three years at least. I mean, they really do kind of have us by the who has. <laughs> like, because I mean, like, yeah, it's just a book, but I mean, what else is there? What else is coming out? What other things do they have well, to, to bait well, us with? Well, they got Mandalorian. They've got whatever. The, 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 apparently, there's another cartoon coming out or animated series. 
Um, that will promptly get canceled and then... Yeah, but that's still... Think oh. about that. I mean, even The Mandalorian 2. Like, yeah, everybody went goo-goo-gaga over that. And yes, there's probably... Like, obviously, there's going to be a season two, but that's not going to be for another year at least. No, October. October? Yeah. October. Wow. So I have an ongoing bet with somebody at work <laughs> that they think that uh, May the 4th will reveal something involving it. And I've told them, like, I don't think so. And they're like, I bet you it will. So I've got a in-the-pocket win right there, everyone. Yeah. <clears throat> no. It most likely will. That's a weird one because they also don't want to take marketing attention away from Black Widow. Remember, a lot of this stuff has to be coordinated. And I think that comes out like May 1st. Because that's what? First, second, third? That'd be a Monday. I don't know. That's, that'd be interesting. The weekend's over, so they might, they might just figure who cares at that point. I don't know. That'd be weird if they would announce something that, God, what? Five months in advance for a streaming series? That I, I don't... I don't he, he just says he's got a feeling, and I'm like, I highly doubt it, but okay. <laughs> so... We'll see. We'll see who's right on that. By the way, it's yeah, me. it's possible. It's <laughs> it's possible. I I could see them doing that. I could see them kind of being not desperate, but just being like, okay, we got we like we have a perfect slot just to pour some marketing stuff into. Mm-hmm. And think about like how big May uh, May the Fourth has become on like social media and stuff. I mean, it really is kind of like as far as the the people that loved the Mandalorian, they're the type of people to make posts on May the Fourth all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about that, like, Instagram type, like, no offense, KOV podcast, but, uh, like, the people that, <laughs> like, the, those, you know, those the casual fans that are going to be like, oh, it's May the 4th, uh, like, I feel like that's going to be the time where they're going to choose to make something about the Mandalorian, because those are the type of people that are kind of, like, the most hype about that. The filthy casuals. Essentially. Yeah, I can see them doing that. I, it depends just like how far they want to go with it. Obviously, it's good. Whatever they do, it's going to be very cryptic and veiled. But yeah, I can, I can see them doing it, which is fine. It's like you guys have both said, it's kind of like wired in at this point. So it'd be stupid not to take advantage of it. Right. I guess before we kind of wrap this up, we didn't really talk about any of the artwork specifically. Um, is there any pieces of artwork besides Middle Age Yoda that uh, stood out to you guys? I think we already mentioned uh, Wookiee Jedi. That was pretty cool. I don't know if we've seen that before. Boo. I said woo. Oh. I I, I gave a heartfelt woo. I see. It's woo spelt (laughs) B-O-O-O. I mean. mm. I was really curious. I I was actually intrigued by the Test of Courage artwork. It looks like it's probably one of the ones that's geared more towards children. But I thought it looked really cool. And it kind of reminds me of the jungle planet that um, Yoda goes to when he talks to the like the five high priestesses. Like may, that, I could be totally off, but it kind of just reminds me of that. And when I was thinking of a test of courage, I was like, "Oh, when have we seen like a Jedi having to kind of prove themselves?" And I was like, I, my mind kind of immediately went to Yoda having to face like his dark force side of himself in that episode. So I thought that was interesting. Like I definitely could that could be. A way out there idea but I mean that's just where my mind went when I saw that artwork it does have like that vibe too from the bunch of the, what the Jedi uh, younglings went to Ilum to get their lightsaber crystals it has that same yeah. sort of vibe a bunch of kids kind of going like on a mission to like discover things about themselves and what their what their future holds for them being like involved in the Jedi Order 
even even has that um <clears throat> has a droid very similar to the David Tennant droid almost. Like the mm-hmm. one that like tossed on the build lightsabers. It has that. Not this. It's not the same droid. But um, hey, that could be another cameo. They could throw that droid because wasn't he around for thousands of years? The David Tennant droid that like built like what like had all the lightsaber parts on the ship. Yeah, oh, no. yeah, it was. Can't quite remember though. Yeah, something like that. That's that's sort of, but that's the sort of stuff like that's the odd thing with Star Wars nowadays is like we don't get that like super deep like rich like mythology like oh like Ahsoka's with a bunch of like younglings she's bringing them to Ilum to build their lightsaber and on the ship is this droid that has thousands upon thousands of years of experience crafting lightsabers like from the dawn of the Jedi Order and it's like oh and that's all you know and like that's neat mm-hmm. that's great like that's a sort of like if you are going to like add to the mythology you're adding something new without robbing something else uh, robbing something else of its mystery and that's the sort of stuff I wish they would do. Like, do more. Like, and maybe that's what this higher public thing is. It's more of that sort of stuff. But I think mm-hmm. there's also going to be an urge with anything Star Wars, like that takes place much earlier than what we're used to. There's going to be like a tendency to want to like fill in corners and gaps. Okay, so just going to throw a few things out there that kind of across my mind looking at these images. So I got the high republic image of all of them standing there with their lightsabers held aloft. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a few of them have the cross guard, but it's not like an ignited cross guard on them. And also the Wookiee one has that too. We do get another double blade lightsaber, which apparently is super uncommon in Jedi's, according to somebody online. But um, I'm going to refrain from taking any bits and pieces of that being a thing. Uh, no, I mean, th- th- this stuff looks cool, but you know what I would love to see in like, a storyline or something, even though it'd be kind of dark and who knows they'll do it. Like a bounty hunter that hounds Jedi. Not, not, not someone who can use a lightsaber like knowingly, but someone who like is skilled enough to like take on a Jedi and like bounty hunts, man, has like a collection of lightsabers. Not like, <sighs> not like I, I heard it as I said it, not like Grievous. <laughs> Like, well, you know, you were speaking there for a second. I'm like, he's just combining like Darth Maul with Grievous. Like, oh, someone that's able to kill Jedi. And good at tracking. Yeah, it's like that's. And I'm like, it's Darth Maul, which is a really <laughs> cool visual. Like, if you're able to blend those characters like in a very specific way. Well, I was just thinking of it as like someone who like you know walks in. He has like lightsabers dangling off of his belt, much like. Much like Grievous. God dang it. No, but... but, but Zenger's, really, just, Zenger's just like, give me Grievous. Just bring him back. He's a robot. It doesn't matter. But, uh, but I don't me? want them to be Cyborg? a light... He, she, she is correct. Um, I don't want them to be like a lightsaber user. Like someone who's just really skilled with like weapons and stuff. Because who's to say these Jedi are like able like maybe deflecting blasts and stuff like that was something oh it's that- funny you bring that up uh, there was an image i saw of somebody like that like with the wild west like gunslinger type image there was a curved lightsaber that was in a holster that was supposed oh. to resemble a blaster and i don't remember i didn't save it to my camera roll and i should have but it was really cool it looked like it literally looked like a like a revolver but it was obviously a lightsaber hilt at the same time I don't know. It's it's That's out interesting. there. It That's interesting. It is interesting. 
This was this is official art or like Yeah, it was today. Like... It was oh, today. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But they did say that we were going to be getting new bounty hunters and scoundrels and smugglers and things of that sort. Yeah, it's, so. it's not just Jedi characters. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I feel like that kind of go- ties into that, like, there's not one main character in all of this. It's all just going to be kind of like one universe, a bunch of individual smaller stories. Instead of one giant epic story revolving around one family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I just retweeted something on Twitter. Um, uh, it is it is loving the concept art for um, Star Wars: The High Republic, and it's a picture of the <laughs> toy slash TV show Dino Riders, <laughs> which um, is exactly what you think it is, but just <laughs> add lasers. And yeah, I'm. Very proud of the fact that someone else did that before I had the chance to. Yes, yes, Zach, that is exactly it. Yeah, that needs that needs to be the thumbnail for this. <laughs> I love me some Dino Riders. <laughs> Just saying. Anyways, point I wanted to make: I think it would be cool to have you know somebody who like bounty hunters or somebody who can take on Jedi who's not Jedi themselves and don't use they don't use the lightsabers but collect them. Once again, that is different <laughs> enough. It's still so from... close. It's too close. It, okay. Zenger's like, give it... me Grievous, but don't call him Grievous. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is seriously the moment of, hey, can I copy your homework? Yeah, but make it different enough that like no one can tell. <laughs> I could see that being interesting, but I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know if you're going to get your, your, your wish fulfilled in that regard. I never get anything fulfilled. I, I just want a poor Jedi, but that will never happen. Actually, no, the even bigger question on this podcast is Porgs or Crystal Foxes? There is a correct answer to that. Is that for me? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's um, for Zach. He's, he's heard it enough. <laughs> um, Porgs. Definitely Boo. Porgs. Boo. We can Porgs. continue safely. Boo. We no. can continue safely. <laughs> All right, I hope everybody. So, I, hope, I hope everybody enjoyed Mackenzie's one-off appearance on the Knights of Vader podcast. Um, <laughs> she will be. She has to go That's back fine. to her home. She has to go back to her home planet. My home planet of what? I don't know. You'll figure it out. We're kind of going to launch you into a space, a, a spacecraft, just in some general direction away from the podcast. <laughs> Nervy you people. Oh God, porks over crystal foxes. Didn't even like, serve a narrative. Is it really that big of it? Is is that really like? Is this is this going to be a problem? Like it's 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 problem that. Hold on, I might have an answer to that. Hey, Ellie. Oh, never mind. It's on my other. It's it's a, one of the children. Is it Quinn? No. It's one of the older two. Oh, me asking her that question, she'll just stare at me blankly. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, they don't serve any purpose in the film. Porks. Crystal foxes have a narrative purpose in the film. They help them get out of the cave. Just because yeah, they like don't have a have happened otherwise. wise purpose doesn't necessarily mean that they're useless. I yeah, mean... They fed Chewbacca. <laughs> Technically. Fair. They helped Ray find the lightsaber after Luke threw it. Yes, by jumping up and down on the, almost on the, on the ignition switch. Yes. They were, I mean, obviously they were trying to use it. Maybe they were force sensitive. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. 
uh-huh. they could have been trying to use it. Also, I guess a more realistic sector of things I'd like to see in this, even though I know we're probably going to do a full episode, and I'm already going to tell you the title of it. Um, oh, that's great. Um, <laughs> sorry, there, there there was a spoiler. Ima- it's spoiler images, but no context. It's a picture of a Viking, a picture of a Wookiee, and a picture of the Knights of the Round Table. Oh, one of those. Oh, spoiler, no context. Gotcha. Yes. Um, I would love to see, like, Jedis that are more, like, Qui-Gon-like in this series to where they kind of exist in between the dark and the light. Agreed. Agreed. I would love to see that and not have it be like a, it's a big issue. It's just that maybe that's, like, a different... I guess with the houses or whatever, like like that there isn't a unit like the Jedi are kind of still broken up to an extent. But at what point though has Qui Gon ever been a between a light and a dark side? He's always been a, he just had a different way of thinking than the Council did. Well, in in from the Council's point of view, he was unpredictable and he like operated a lot on like instead of thinking before he was acting. I mean, he kind of operated outside of well. Like he was more he was spirituality. Yeah, he was, but he was also impulsive and kind of like s- did not listen to the council on a regular basis. Well, he didn't agree with them though, but he really didn't have any sort of say because he never he he rejected the rank of master. Hmm. I don't know. Like that's the thing about Qui Gon. There was like I, Qui Gon was more in tune with the spirituality, and he wasn't as yeah. It's weird because like it's hard to like talk about Qui Gon without like because the meat and potatoes of him is like in the book like in the books in the TV show right in the movie he's 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 outside the bounds of what the Jedi Council was like sure no one's gonna argue that mm-hmm. but I don't think he was ever sort of like this Jedi that was like had a foot in both worlds like in two different worlds I never saw well, him as that did you did you ever read Dark Apprentice which one is it was that? like it was like a it's like a very short read. It's it's like a it's essentially like a children's book, but um, it was a chapter book about his first apprentice before Obi Wan. I don't. I think it's probably. Oh yeah, I remember now. that. Yeah, um, I have it somewhere. Kinda, yeah, that was actually the very first Star Wars book that I ever bought myself. Um, but yeah, in that book, he kind of um, shows himself to be like a little bit of a hothead, and I love it. I that's why Qui Gon is still to this day like probably in my top five favorite Jedi. It would have been so much more interesting if he had ordered the creation of the cloned army. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I've, I've said it enough. Wait, is it called Dark Apprentice? Because that book was published in 1994. I'm pretty sure that, yeah, that's the name. That's not the book I found in front of me. Is it green? It's got a picture of like an emo-looking guy on it with a like a circle scar no. on his face? No, it has Han Solo, Leia, and, and Luke on the cover. It was published in '94. It was just five years mm. before. Hold on. Oh, I oh, wait. The name of the book I just Dark searched Apprentice. "Dark Apprentice" and you want to know what I got? What'd you get, sir? Star Killer. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, you know Hold what? On. This book is sitting at the base of my steps. I know what. I remember the name was Xanatos or Xana. It's. It, the, the image on the front is like a uh, Padawan levitating a green lightsaber in front of their face. Yes. What's, what's the name of the book? I oh thought it was God. Dark Apprentice. Now I feel like an idiot. Zanger, how do you know what this is and not know the name of the book? I don't know because I don't how feel do like walking down my steps behind me and finding <laughs> it. 
And what's oh. the name of the character? Xanatos? Wait, 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 Qui-Gon. I'm waiting. This is all legend stuff, so it doesn't matter anyway. But it does matter. No, it, it does because they've proven that they'll just go and no. rip off it, put a okay. coat of paint on it. Do, you, do I have to get one? It's delicious. Do I have to get Kathleen Kennedy on the phone to tell you that all your memories pre 2013 don't mean anything anymore? Well, I keep on telling that to my therapist, and they okay. Keep I'm me sorry. We need more time. I'm sorry. I found it. I found it. It's What's not it the dark. It's not the dark apprentice. It's called the dark rival colon Jedi apprentice. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry that I got my wires a little bit crossed there. That's really funny. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember these books. Yeah, I remember them now. That was a great book. I remember how excited I was to get that in the mail. Published Anywho. in 1999. How about that? Wow, that was that was before the movie even came out. Yeah, that's interesting. That's weird. Yeah, that's that's fascinating. Yeah, it still has a picture of Liam Neeson on the front. Actually, it's, yeah, but obviously that's a still from yeah. The character. Oh yeah, first true that. Appeared. Interesting, interesting. This is fascinating. In fact, they had a book like this a couple weeks before the movie came out. We were spo- imagine if that happened now with the Rise of Skywalker, getting a book with characters that we that the before the movie's even coming out. Like imagine getting a movie about like not a movie, a book about Ochi the Jedi Hunter, like in November. Ooh, that would have made that whole storyline, I feel like, a bit more palatable, in my opinion. Because that seemed rushed. Just like everything am, am else I, in the movie. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I like that meme that I, I sent you about the uh the Sith dagger. Do you want to explain that? Do you want to explain that? What book am I talking about then? (laughs) Because I haven't seen that one. No, no, no. I know it's it's another Jedi Apprentice book. It's really similar. Um, it's called The Rising Force. You're you're thinking of the Rising Force. It's also got a weird picture of Liam Neeson on the front. Yeah, but I always thought there was a cool image of the Jedi levitating a lightsaber in front of him. Uh, if I'm remembering correctly, if you want a really far flashback in the Zingness catalog, our non-canon discussion with Chet from the Down the Hall podcast, I think we talked about these books then, too. Hmm. Yeah, I remember reading most of them. I don't know if I ever read all of them, though. I But I definitely remember. That's why I got them confused, because they're both green-ish. And I remember things mostly in, like, colors. So, it's also been a very long time since I've read them. Mackenzie, did you ever, did you ever remember the character Siri Tachi, like, Obi-Wan's love interest? Um, did I ever, did no. I ever, books were on oh, wait, no, wait, 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 yes. Was it when he was, um, this is, this is when he was, like, a Padawan Padawan. Yeah. Yes, no, I totally remember that. I remember, that, I remember that being a big thing, like, back in the day, and, like, trying to explain that to people. And it was to be so, like, convoluted. Like, no, Obi-Wan yes. had a girlfriend at one point. I, and then I remember it coming out, like, the whole thing with the Clone Wars and him and Satine. And I was like, oh, is that that same chick? And then it wasn't. No, yeah, that's... Because she eventually dies, right? Siri Tachi, she, she eventually bites it. He blames himself for that. Like, it's a very yes. similar... It's very dark. No, wow, I haven't thought about that in a long time. I can't believe I forgot about that. I couldn't I probably could never have remembered her name if you paid me, but I do remember that story. Yeah, when she died, she died. Oh my god, her her character artwork changes like every single time. 
Oh my god, they have her like once they stick Britney Spears. I'm not joking. Like she's legit. Like, Brit- like imagine Britney Spears combined with Pamela Anderson. Like that's legit how they drew her. Makes sense for the time. I mean, had Magus. Now those books were on forever. Yes, they did. They were licensed to print money. So, uh, if you go to the concept art, you got the Jedi's all lined up with all the different lightsabers holding them out, and one's got the purple one with like the looks like metal parts coming out, and then you got the dark saber over on the other side, and then you got someone with like a double blade lightsaber, but it's double bladed, both blades on the same side. If you look down, there's a wolf head there. Wait, what? <gasps> I see it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! He strikes again. <laughs> I no. want that wolf to be holding a lightsaber and be a Jedi. <laughs> Not, like, holding it, but it's, like, still, like, on all fours. In its mouth. <laughs> do that. I will, I will bow down to... to, to, to cowboy, cowboy hat man? Yes, I will bow down to his cowboy hat. <laughs> oh, cowboy Sorry, hat I was man. like... I, I had I had this pulled up and like this image zoomed in on the freaking wolf's head and as I was clicking out of my windows I was like oh crud I knew I there was something else I needed to talk about and this has to be brought up damn you cowboy hat man damn no, you no no thoughts on on a lightsaber wielding wolf I mean isn't this what we're trying to get to with him eventually uh, that's the end game I feel like it's probably going to be more like. Like it's a, just like an animal companion. I don't know if there's going to be any lightsabers being oh, wielded. They did say animal companions on that board thing. Right. Uh, but I mean, like, I feel like, I don't know, in the same way that like the dire wolves from Game of Thrones are like an animal companion. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, so the fans will go crazy on whether they get petted or not during an episode. Got it. <laughs> By the way, that was an ongoing thing for a while. For Game of Thrones? Yeah. On whether um, Snow or whatever the white wolf's name was. I know someone's screaming at me. Ghost? Got yeah. Go- thank you. I was going to say Snow. Yeah. On whether Ghost got petted or not by Jon Snow. That's why <laughs> Snow came to mind. Yeah. There's an oh. ongoing thing for like, I think the last few seasons on whether he actually acknowledged him or not. Interesting. What? I was not aware. Uh, okay, I, I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't watch Game of Thrones. But one other thing I was looking at in the concept art is that one of the characters is holding a lightsaber, and it's like like two blades parallel I right next to each other. I just talked about that. Did you? I, yes, I just said, for, for those of you at home, you, you heard I'm me say, tired. hey, there's a double-blade lightsaber, but it's not it's like not, a double-blade lightsaber because both I, the blades are beside each other. I just assumed you were talking about the bald man with the green double-bladed lightsaber. No, and the one one beside the wolf head. That right. almost looks like a you did, ghost. You did a, a very horse? poor job of explaining it. As I do most things. <laughs> I wonder if it's similar to like the dark ray saber. Like, will it like flip out? Like the Swiss Army knife one? It's Why a tuning it? fork lightsaber. You strike yes. it with something. And you can sit there also, get, you can get the right tone. Also, the one's got like a saber guard there, and the other one looks like it has like a squirrel's tail on the end of it. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. Look at the no, yeah, one I see it. I yeah, see it looks it. like there's a squirrel's tail. There's also like a lizard man Jedi. Yeah. yeah. What's his deal? There's also oh, like it looks dark... like there's twins. The one yeah. with the squirrel tail, there's a guy behind him. Yeah, and they're it both from exactly Maul's race, whatever that is. I can't remember. Me they either. come from Dasmir, right? 
I oh, actually no, they somebody don't asked me that the other day. They said, "What's the race mall comes from?" And I stared at him like, "Why would I know this?" If only I hosted a Star Wars podcast. I know. know things like this. It is just like that. Also, the guy, the tweet, like with the orange lightsaber, has like, why do they keep putting like cross guard? I mean, guard, hand guards. If you get hit in the hand with a lightsaber, I don't think that piece of metal is going to stop it. Hmm. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be medieval. It's supposed to be like reminiscent of the King Arthur type age. So, I mean, it, it makes sense that they're trying to go for like a more historically accurate sword type design. That's the only thing that I can think of that like making sense, but you have a valid point. You hear that folks? Singer has a valid point. It, it comes around every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's okay. Some of the con. Uh, okay, one thing I do have to concede: some of the concept art is pretty cool. Like, like when you have like, I'd rather have this sort of concept art as opposed to like what they eventually used for like the book jacket or the cover for the first book we're getting from Charles Soule. Like, you, we've been talking that one with the wolf and they they're all kind of sitting there like together with lightsabers. That's that that's cool because it looks different. Like you have all these different mm. species. They all have all these different like shades and colors of lightsabers. Each hilt is unique to them. That's what I want from Star Wars if we're going to do a brand new era. I just don't want people with laser swords. Like if you are going to do that, you got to make them all stand out and all of them like have their own identity. And their identity should be reflected in their weapons. And that's mm. and, and beyond just the cross guard lightsaber, which is neat, don't get me wrong, that there's there's a lot to play with there still. But uh, no, I, I kind of would rather have had the focus be more on this as opposed to just kind of like the generic, just like a couple of characters photoshopped together. I'm 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 reserving my judgment. I might have been a little too a little too harsh on this because they just didn't give me enough to go on. So my mind just like automatically starts latching on to more morbid thoughts. But uh, no, I, I there's potential here. I'd rather have this than another like oh we're going right back to the Galactic Civil War again. So so the list the short list of things Zinger wants in this. A wolf with a lightsaber, a bounty hunter that's definitely not Grievous <coughs> or Maul, but yet is. I think that's all I need. Did I say something? Oh, no Skywalkers. No Skywalkers. If 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 the words Sky and Walker are put together in anyone's name in this series, I will flip a table. Fair. Fair. All right, Mackenzie, what do you what is your hopes for the high Republic. It's hard to say. I'm still very excited based on everything that I've seen, because I'm always going to be excited for anything that's star Wars. But, um, I guess I kind of agree with you. Like this whole, this final concept art that I'm kind of looking at right now. Like I want to see all of them working together. Like I want to see a battle of Geonosis level of like, okay, we have like 20 or 30 of these guys and they're kicking butt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of really like that that idea of going back to like, not just having like the last Jedi, one Jedi, Luke Skywalker being like one of the last Jedi. You know what I'm saying? We've kind of like always lived in this world where there was not a surplus of Jedi, except for, you know, obviously the prequels. But I mean, like, I like the idea of going back to that idea of not having to... Um, put all our eggs in one basket i like the idea of having a, a lot of them and they're all so cool looking Fair. anyways yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i'm excited for that. that 
yeah, my race had kind of said my piece. I, I'd like to see more of the, I want this to be unique. I want it to be able to, I think that kind of mirrors what both of you are saying. I want it to be able to stand on its own. It doesn't have to be tied to the original trilogy in a way that everything else has to be. I want it to be, to have its own identity. That's kind of all I want. And for a little bit more breadcrumbs to come out of the marketing department. Because I do want to know more about this and just like give up, give us money and you get book. <laughs> all right, Zinger, any other insights? You're ready to wrap this up. I'm ready to wrap this up now. I've closed all the windows that were relevant to this, so so we're cool good now. Beans. Okay, Mackenzie, anything else from you? No, I'm good. So concludes this episode of the Knights of Vader, a Star Wars podcast. Check out our Facebook group, type in Knights of Vader in the Facebook, and chances are you will find us there. Find us on Instagram, KOV Podcast. Email us, kovpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to Inspiriority Complex for providing our theme song. Check out the show notes to hear more from them. Knights of Vader t-shirt. Check the show notes to get your own third-rate Star Wars podcasting t-shirt. For questions, comments, concerns, or snipe remarks, contact me, Zach, on Twitter, at Cinemodies, where we'll be discussing one of my favorites, Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, yeah, I hear the laughter. I hear the laughter. All right. When you're not on this podcast, Mr. Zanger, where do people find you? Well, you can actually find me on a recent episode of Into the Portal, which is part of a three-part crossover discussing on Zygnus. It was Norse mythology and the origin of a lot of creatures in the Norse realm. And on the Into the Podcast, I mean, Into the Portal podcast, we discuss sightings of elves and dwarves and we'll conclude that with a discussion on trolls and also i'll get to rewatch troll hunter so i'm happy cool all right mackenzie when you're not being bagged as a raylo on this podcast what are you up to um that's a loaded question (laughs) (laughs) okay okay how do you okay more specific You can always say people can find you in the Knights of Vader Facebook group if you don't want to give out anything personal. Oh, yeah. Heck, yeah. You can do that. Um, <laughs> okay. Phrase it on your own so it doesn't sound like I'm feeding this to you. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for this question. I'm sorry. This is, like, this is my first time being on this. I don't. I wasn't prepared to, for people to, like, try to contact me. So, hey, you're you're um, out in the public sphere now. You can't go hide back in your hole after this. This is, uh, you're, you're out there now. Just, uh, I don't know. You, you'll find me. If you really want to find me, you'll find me. Good luck. Okay. <laughs> Ominous. Okay. Yes. Um, okay, folks. She uh, she put out a challenge. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say any more than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, as always, good night, but not goodbye. And as always, remember Alderaan and down with the Empire. Oh, wait. Moment of Zang. And the moment of Zang that I forgot about because I am tired. Okay, Zanger, what is our moment of Zang? Alright, just just a little food for thought. Um, reverse Medusa, a snake with women sticking out of its head. <laughs> Where the hell did that come from? Does it turn stone into people? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I just I was just scrolling through and I happened to see this and I'm like, noted, save that for later because my brain came to a screeching halt when I saw that and just went, This is a thing. <laughs> so so there's your moment of zang for tonight a uh, reverse medusa snake with women sticking out of its head <laughs> the 
more that apparently can turn stone into people if it looks at it. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to us on. Thank you to Inspiriority oh. Complex. <laughs> Zach, I forgot to actually grab something important. I was deleting out of my tabs and I realized something. Okay. There's a piece of concept art we need to talk about real quick. Okay, Zanger. Okay, Zanger. What is it? Okay, let's start this over now.